You're listening to Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. Well, we had, I remember, because my, you guys know my siblings are 15 and 17 years older than me, and then even older than Jordan, but we would have, we only had a few Christmases where we were all still in the house, mm-hmm. but one year, they bought us a karaoke machine, we had an oldie CD, hey. this is how I learned all my Love Shack, baby, I mean, this was all so, so we, I was going to say, that was one of my favorite Christmases, as we had, it was all of us still in the house, I think it was our last one together. And we were in front of that karaoke machine all week. So, hmm. Listen, one Christmas, I got me a boombox for my parents. And then the following year, no, I think it was the same year, my aunt got me the Sierra CD and Mario. Mario. <laughs> but Sierra, when you know, it was she, like a boy, the her album, oh, like a boy. Okay. That's hilarious. I think for me, I remember uh, Christmas of, I want to say it was 99. My, my dad acted like he didn't get any of us gifts. Little did he know that he kept all the gifts in the attic. I would have fought him. Ooh, and- but no, no. But me and my brothers, we went up to the attic. So we knew. Like, <laughs> we know what time. So, so, like, he was like, oh, yeah, we didn't get any gifts. And then we were just like, oh, really? Okay. We planned it cool. Cause like, <laughs> so then he came through and he was like, he rang the doorbell all cheesy like or whatnot. Oh, no. He was like, we got all the good stuff right here. Christmas, Christmas. yeah. He was Please like, not. Too. No, he was not. Okay. <laughs> I would have been so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Mortified. I don't so, think I ever believed in Santa Claus, so. <gasps> okay. 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 My mom still signs. She still signs some of our gifts from Santa. I think I do. To this day. To this day. Oh, I don't gosh. think my, my parents just never pressed Santa like that, you know? I don't, my parents never pressed Santa, but I chose to believe yeah, exactly. in Santa. Some hope. So, Laura, what's one of your memories of Christmas? One of the big things for us is my dad always making breakfast on on Christmas Day. Christmas or, oh, morning. right. Yeah, that's very nice. You can almost smell it now, yeah. can't you? It's still eggs, <laughs> eggs and toast and bacon and. Mercy, what about you? We were um, twelve kids in the family. Oh my! Oh, Mercy. Christmas. So yeah, let's go baby. from this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I'm the baby, and. Um, we always get together on Christmas, no matter where my brothers and sister were. Christmas came home. Mm-hmm. In my town, I live in a small town in Colombia, South America, and the only TV, color TV at the time, it was in our house. So all of the kids in the neighborhood, Christmas morning, they would come to our house for whatever reason to watch TV, to play with us. So it was, it was fun, it was a lot of fun. My dad would sometimes be gone for Christmas. He was in the Navy. And in those days, to be gone on a, on a ship, you could be gone for nine months, a year at a time. They, they try to tighten that up a bit now. And so I can remember odd occasions when he wasn't there for Christmas. But I can also remember, I, I can close my eyes and see our 
sort of now by our today's standards, a Charlie Brown kind of Christmas tree. I'm just a branch here, a branch there, you know. But oh, it was so special because it was all decorated in the tinsel. So uh, the the music of Christmas was always very special. As um, as I began to play an instrument myself, going out and caroling and that kind of thing. So you know, just there's a lot of warm memories. Hey, you can do everything. Okay. You can do. That's how it's Looking back, what were some of your highs and lows for 2019? And what are you looking forward to 2020? Or like, what's some of the big things for you in 2020? I think 2019 for me was a year of transition. You know, mm -hmm. I moved to Atlanta at the end of <laughs> August of 2018. And I don't think I really got settled here in Atlanta till probably March of this year. Mm -hmm. So I feel like finally finding community, finally feeling like this is home. Now that I'm settled into a place, um, like continuing to build the community that I have and strengthen those relationships. Right. Yeah. No, I just moved here September, same time, same, yeah. you know, right around the same time. Yeah, like for me, it was just all about learning, learning, growing, finding true community, being mm -hmm. around real people, real energy, real vibes, being able to challenge my close friends yep. to to going deeper in the word and and really living out like the kingdom. Well, and I think we've talked a lot about like, what does it look like to have a community that's not just like talking the talk, but right. like you're walking the walk too. Right. Like we're not just saying we're praying for you. Or we're not just saying we want things to change or we want to like do life together, but what does it look like to actually take do action life, yeah. in that? And I think now having the relationships where you can do that. 2019 is coming to a close. So jump ball here. How was 2019 for you? 2019 was an exciting year for me. I uh, received a new appointment that I absolutely love, and uh, we we haven't stopped, uh, especially with the Soundcast group. They're they're always coming up with exciting things. So I, I'm very excited what 2020 is going to hold. Mm. For me, it was very special. In the beginning of the year, like the beginning of 2019, um, I felt a lot of pressure on my household, bills, the house being clean. I have a two-year-old boys, which is... Uh, That's a handful. Yes, to say the least. So I felt a lot of pressure because everything was on me. Um, I felt like my husband was just there to work, bring the money, and that was it. Mm -hmm. Until I prayed to God, I said, you know what? I can't handle this anymore. I can't have this pressure. Um, I don't think he's the right guy for me because I need somebody to actually help me grow as a person, uh, be a father for my boy, you know, those sort of things. So I pray hard and I say, um, God, just give me a sign. So this day, my car broke down. <clears throat> it was in Helen, Georgia. I accidentally lost the key and everything inside, meaning cell phone, everything. I, I didn't have anything. With me, I didn't have any phone numbers. I don't... Mm. I don't call people. Yeah. I, the only phone number I know by heart is my husband. So I called him. I said, um, hey, listen, I broke down. This happened uh, with the baby. And he says, where? I say, in Helen. I'm in Helen, Georgia, which is hour and a half away from my house. And he said, okay, um, listen, I have a meeting to go to. So when I get done, I will call you. I say, call me where? I don't have my cell phone. I'm calling you from a place. And he's like, let me call you right back. So that meant for me, this is it. Mm. I don't need somebody who tell me that. Mm. Uh, it's my husband. It's his responsibility mm -hmm. um, 
to go pick me up. Like say, where? Give me the address. Give me the name of the place. I'll go right away. No, he didn't do that. He had a meeting with somebody else, which I felt that's more important. So when I came home, when I finally, my brother went and picked me up, I came home and I told him, why wouldn't you tell me I'm going to come and pick you up and instead of having a meeting? So he's like, well, I had a meeting, blah, blah. So i like, this is it. I don't want to see you anymore. I need a father for my child. And best of all, I want a husband for myself. Mm. I, I don't want you here. So he left for a week. Um, he went to his parents' house, came back a week later, totally different man. Mm. Mm. Wow. Wow. I mean, I cannot, I cannot express. He is just totally different. He is the man I wish he was before mm. that accident. So I thank God for that accident, you know, for whatever happened to me and Helen, because it brings back a new husband. For Transformation. Me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So and I honestly, that was God working in my life. 2019 is not a year I want to hold on to. Um, I'm ready for 2020. We've had a lot of challenges that we're facing and we've been facing for years and just in all honesty, which I always am probably to a fault, yeah, it's not been a great year. You know, we're, we're looking at some losses and we're looking at some challenges in the future. But in it all, um, you know, what I've learned over those years is that in those places, in those real hard wilderness desert places where God does his best work. Uh, yeah, it does stink sometimes. Yeah. That's hurt. also part of Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's into the right. darkness. It's right. into the yuck. It's into the, mm -hmm. the, 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 the gloom of it. The, right. the light of that's hope right. just comes. And that's into where Jesus that's right. is born. That's where he comes. And that's the hope yeah. of Christmas, right. isn't it? Yes, yeah. 100%. Thanks for listening. To hear this week's full episode of Wonderful Words of Life, subscribe to the show on iTunes or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. <laughs>